Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Everybody join me. Matt Patricia, I think, might be the dumbest coach in the NFL. You call three. Ruby, Ruby, we're just fucking talking about that. You you call three timeouts to get the ball back, and then you run a quarterback sneak. What a turd. Respect the process, man. Respect the process. Well, first, first we got up, we got the we got the ball back, right? We had we went to commercial. I told Ruby, I go, is this guy is this guy going to call three timeouts with a minute left? She's all probably, and we're sitting there discussing how fucking stupid it was. You need just end the misery. Unbelievable. Detroit Kittens. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Should be in the, the drunk. Vikings defeat the Detroit Lions. In the drunk tank, you mean. How hey, many today? How many? How many beers, David? This is numeral eight, baby. This hour or altogether? <laughs> altogether since now since it, the hour prior to pregame. Now is 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 that the wheat blend or the lima bean ale? Which is it? <laughs> the, the the fucking this is loose cannon hummus, whatever. As you can see, it is triple hopped, which is very nice. It's only a seven point two alcohol per volume ABV. But it is very, very nice. Now, I want to give a shout-out to our buddy and pal, Darren, who is drinking a, what the hell was it? A propeller? You don't even know. Let's move on. Fuck, what you talking about? Hey, Lord. look at your shirt. Look at all that fucking hair. <laughs> Hey, the, hey, hey, did you just murder did you murder a rabbit before you got on air? What the fuck? Did you just take a baseball bat to a rabbit? Why is there fucking hair That's all over you, dude? I trimmed the beard to try Jeez. to make it classic. Before. With what? A weed whacker? Oh. Fuck. Yeah, what'd you use? A pliers? Pliers. 
Like the three stooges. Up all over the place. Right. Are you fine? No, no. Get some vice grips in there, did you? Yeah. Uh, do it. Holy shit. What about that game? We're now five and three. Yeah. Five, five, five three, and one. We closed it out. That was a big game. Took care of the juggernaut that is the Lions. Is that a, was that a team record for sacks? Can somebody it was, tell me yes. that? Ten sacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ten sacks. Yeah, team stick record. that in your bunger, Matt Patricia. Man. Call Man. it timeouts when the game's Man. over. How, yeah, what was what was we were talking this about this earlier? What was the deal with that? So, so the Vikings have the ball and it left at midfield. Lions have three timeouts. They're down what twenty-four to nine. Uh, and and Patricia calls three timeouts, <laughs> thinking he'll get the ball back. Uh, and then Matt Wild pins him on the on the one or the two, whatever it is. And then with no timeouts left, instead of you know at least trying, he gives up and he, he does Stafford. He he does like he does like the Minnesota Vikings did last week before halftime. Just runs Matt Stafford up the middle. Let's go to the locker room. We'll call it a game. Complete that was ridiculous. Head. Ridiculous. So if the punt would have went into the end zone, he would have ran his normal offense from the 20? I mean, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with that guy? Terrible. Hey, respect the process. Just got to respect oh, the process. Respect sit the up. Hey, hey, you two sit up straight. <laughs> when, we got the ball, when we got the ball after the onside kick, I'm thinking, just end it. You know, what the hell is he calling timeouts for? Ridiculous. He's on ecstasy. Fucking Trisha. I, I I tweeted out earlier, Matt Patricia looks like a laid-off teamster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looks like, you know what he looks like? He looks like that uncle that, that says, hey, I'll take you to the store to buy some liquor. Just don't tell your mom I did it for you. <laughs> Doesn't he? He looks like that uncle you go to where all your party materials. The one guy that never says anything. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, hey, hey, let's go to Uncle Matt. He can get us some weed at a, at a, at a pretty good price. <laughs> right? Right? Am I kidding? I mean, that's that's that's. That's uh, exactly what it looks like. This is high quality television, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 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 yeah. YouTube. God, high quality YouTube. DUI. Give me a DUI test. Yeah, that's right. No, don't don't be driving after you log off here, Dave. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> no, I'm not going anywhere. Trust me. And the rest of the household has left for the afternoon, so it's only me. Woohoo! Nice. It was was you and the rabbit till you killed it. Yeah, that's right. That's great. Let's talk about the D line being on fire. The D line was awesome. Ted, how about Hunter today? You know, I I I actually tweeted this out as well. And you guys have been around as long as I have. You've watched the Vikings probably even a few years longer than I have. Are you um, saying we're old? Hang, hang, hang on, hang on. I've been watching the Vikings since the mid-1970s, like the latter half of the Purple People Eaters era. Okay. I would I would argue you guys probably got a couple of years on me. Argue yeah. that this was, I would argue, no kidding, that this was the single, the most dominating single game performance by a Vikings defensive player that I have ever watched in my life. And I, I and I'm not even kidding. Three wow, and a half is, sacks. That's high praise right there. It, I mean, and and look, you if if I'm wrong, tell me. I'll I'll be the I'll be the first to walk that back. But three and a half sacks, Hunter single handedly um, kept the Vikings in the lead in the second quarter when they were up seven three. Cousins threw that horrible interception that oh. gave the Lions the ball on the on the plus side of the field. 
They got down inside the red zone, and he had a half sack and then a sack back-to-back that forced the Lions into a field goal. The Vikings kept the lead, and then he had the, the what I call the dagger play in the fourth quarter when Stafford did that ridiculous option play that was, <laughs> that was a fumble that he scooped and scored on. I mean, I, I mean, he, he shuts down everything to his side on the run. Um, I'm there. There have been great players in the Vikings throughout the, their history, but for like one game, right. I'm having a hard time thinking of a guy that has that has had a, a, a better performance other than like Audie Cole in the preseason when he had two pick sixes <laughs> seven or eight years ago. I mean, seriously, I, I'm not even kidding here. Tell me where I'm wrong. You're, I don't. It would take it would take a lot of. Uh, thought on my part to think yeah, back to all the exactly you know, what i will say is alan page used to turn in maybe not that much of a day but he would turn in performances like that week after week where he was maybe yeah. not maybe not so big in the box score but he was really big on the field i remember if i could throw a quick story at you uh, alan page we were playing the lions one day at home and the offensive lineman kept holding him right. and page complained a couple times and then and next couple series went by, and the offensive lineman held him again, and Page went ballistic on the ref. Matter of fact, I think he got a penalty. <laughs> so they I marked, remember that. Yeah, they marked they marked off the yardage, uh, and then they got a first down. On first down, Page tackled the running back for a six yard loss. On second down, he sacked Greg Landry. On third down, he sacked Greg Landry, and on fourth down, <laughs> on fourth down, he blocked the punt. He offensive coordinator in high school. All in a row, Ted. He did all those in a row, and the Lions guy came off the field, and I was told later time that somebody had heard the coach just tell the offensive lineman, don't hold him anymore. That was either, <laughs> that was either 1974 or 1975. I remember yes. watching that game. I, 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 remember, I remember Pages because Alan Page never did that. He never did that to the refs. I yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that moment. Right. Yeah. And he, he got he got so angry. I mean, he was on the take his helmet off. He was standing yeah. around the field because he had asked him a couple times nicely, and they weren't, and the guy was just blatantly holding him. So Paige just erupted. But the next plays in succession, it was unreal what he was doing. Is like he was so angry. He I don't even think he was supposed to be in there on the punt. He just fucking told the coaches, I'm staying in there. <laughs> <laughs> and he Hunter had a game like that today, though. I mean, he really did. Yes, it was, he did. It was absolutely dominant. And and you can argue about the lines being down. I remember Taylor Decker had to go in the locker room, um, and they lost another offensive lineman at some point in the game. But uh, even the Vikings' offensive line at their 2016 worst with Willie Beavers and TJ Clemmings didn't give up 10 sacks. That yeah. was a horrible performance by the Detroit Lions. You know, you, you could almost say, Ted, what we had 10, right? 10 sacks? Yes. Franchise record, almost, 10 sacks. You can almost say, you can almost say, arguably probably, that Saf Stafford saved them from another three or four. Gonna, <laughs> right, was, yeah, but you could also argue he, he held the ball into two or three. Yeah, I guess it all washes out, but there's yeah. some place he got out of the pocket and ran yes. for like six yards. Absolutely three, agree. Yes. So it could have been. Yeah, I could. I understand both ends of it. So ten is yes. probably a good average. But now, you know, if you want to know the box score sacks credited, Daniel Hunter had three and a half. He also had nine tackles, Jeez. six of which were solo. That is freaking awesome for a twenty-four-year-old baby. Twenty-four. He's not even at his 
prime yet. I had him in the game of skull. Yeah, did you really? You suck for that. Did, did well, you? You guys remember? Yes. Oh, yes. go ahead, Drew, real quick. No, I was gonna say the rec, the game of skull record up to date, even though it's a new game, is nineteen and a half by Harrison Smith. I wonder if Hunter broke it today. I think he did. He probably did. Do you guys remember when? Uh, you know, people talk about Rick Spielman being fire Rick or whatever that whatever their their chant is. I never but, do. <laughs> yeah, right. He he signed he signed he re-signed Denis, or um Everson Griffin four years ago, I think it was, and everybody's like, right. what is he doing giving Everson Griffin this big con his not his second one, his first contract extension before he had really put out any stats of significance and everybody said, no, he's going to be good. And then he did the same thing with Daniel Hunter before this season began. And, and look at what a bargain, you know, for lack of a better word that Daniel Hunter has, I don't have his specific extension numbers in front of me right now, but everybody thought, well, not everybody, a lot of people outside of people who follow the Vikings thought, man, that's a lot of money for a guy that really has never had a double digit sack season before. Right. Look at, Look at how uh, value worthy that contract is now. Halfway through the season, oh, what what a oh. what a great move by Spielman and company to get him re-signed for long term. Really was oh. a great move by Spielman. I mean, what what round? I didn't even have that guy high on my draft board when he came out from LSU. What round did we draft him in? Third round. He was a third round pick, and I think he I, only had. I, I mean, I remember him on draft night when the Vikings drafted him, and I thought. I don't get this move because he he right. really didn't have a lot of stats in college. He came from a good school in LSU, but he never really had any eye popping numbers in terms of sacks or tackles or or even pressures. And it was like, what, what's going on? Well, I do my big board every year. I have the top fifteen every year positionally, and I don't think I had him in my top fifteen. I think he was around number twenty overall for me. So I was kind of like, well, whatever, whatever it was. Well, we're all idiots. Pick. In retrospect, we're all idiots. Hell of a draft pick. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was, it was yeah. fantastic. He's first-round talent in the third round. Yeah. He's a first-round draft pick. I'm very yeah, happy with that. Good job, well, Rick Spielman. I'm always, you know what? I'm always <laughs> giving Rick Spielman credit. <laughs> yeah, sure you are. <laughs> I, love, I love that Rick Spielman. He does a, He should be He should be a general manager of the year. That's what I vote for. Well, Daniil Hunter had... Nine total tackles, right? Solo for six, right? Three and a half sacks. Damn! You did he have any other beat that? Did he have any other tackles for loss besides the sacks, Dave? Tackles for loss, three. Holy okay. shit! Okay. What a day, Ted. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say right now. Nobody's had a day like that. I think. I think you're right. I don't uh, think. No. I mean, Tom you'd have Johnson, to really look. Tom, the Sebastian Thunderbucket. Yes, the bastard Thunderbucket. The Sebastian Thunderbucket. Dave, you're two and a half sacks and three for loss. He's played a lot better than I thought he would. I thought he was going to be a body when we signed him back or traded for him back or whatever. He is fucking rocked, baby. Seattle fucked that up. Bigger than shit. Yay, Seattle. That, that was D line gets a game ball today. Yeah, that Absolutely. was just a dumb move by Seattle, cutting him when they needed guys at other positions. I mean, all right, you want to cut a guy, don't cut Tom Johnson, who's your starting nose tackle. That just makes no sense. I'm glad the Vikings got him back because I, I mean look at and heck, Stephen Weatherly had himself a game. He he yes. pissed, 
He he pushed. I don't. I think it. I don't think it was. Um, yeah, I remember it was that? Decker. Yeah, De- I think Decker was out of the game. I could be wrong. I can't remember right off the top of my head. But he literally pushed. <clears throat> he pushed the left tackle into Stafford for a sack and just kind of looked. Kind of you know, looked over the tackle and and looked crossly at Matthew Stafford, who just took the sack like a man. You know what? On that play, Ted, when he pushed the tackle into <clears throat> Stafford, Stafford just hit the ground. Yeah, Hunter ran over there and touched him, and I thought, "Is that going to be Hunter's sack too?" <laughs> like, you know, because you know, the Viking guy didn't touch him. I didn't know if it was like nearest guy count. I don't know really how they do that sometimes, but the Vikings line was utterly dominant today. Now, let I me mean, ask they, you. they whipped. Even Weatherly had two total sackles. Sackles? What the fuck is he had a, a sackle? sackle? He had a sackle. That, that's that's advanced stats, ladies and gentlemen. A sackle, isn't that? <laughs> Who leads the NFL in sackles this year, Ted? Uh, Stephen Weatherly. He has two sackles. That's your yes, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's your good. That's your good morning, Gallahorn. Next generation stats. Oh. That was that was one of his top uh, things at the combine. He was really good at sackling, yeah. and uh, that's what built him up on the draft boards. Hello, oh, oh shit. Good morning, Gallahorn. Next generation stats, right there, folks. That's right, baby. Good, good morning, sackle. <laughs> <laughs> he had two tackles, two solos, and one sack. Not bad. And two and, tackles for loss, no less. And three sacks. Bad, <laughs> bad for Steven. Remember Weather, that picture? Right? The picture for the Dodgers, Sackle Page. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. The stand up for entertain me. David Stefano, this show would be nothing without you, dude. Yeah. Hey, I've been told that Good Morning Galhorn in the Raw is absolutely our best show, and absolutely everybody loves it. Okay, well, per- the, the things my mom says about the show don't count. Okay. Personally, I do my best business in the Raw, but it's uh, <laughs> not surprising to me. Ah, uh, meow, meow. Okay, meow, if, we meow. Had to, if we had to find something to... Bad to look at, like that. You know, we sometimes have to. What would you, what would you guys takes be on, and maybe a couple things we need to improve on? Uh, I, I would go with two things, if I may. Um, you may. What? Uh, people other than Stephen Weatherly need to make some more sackles. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, ser- seriously, yeah, Drew, and and we, I, I thought about this because you talked about this last week. Um. The Vikings and going for the dagger. Yes. Uh, it was – I think it was 17-6 in the second quarter, and, and I said I'd really like the Vikings to, to just, to just like, try and go for it right here and just really put a, a dagger into this game. It was before halftime, and um, Kirk Cousins threw a, deep ball, threw a deep ball to Aldrick Robinson, and had Robinson caught it, the Vikings would have had a first and ten – Inside about the inside the five, about the two or three, depending and on that was place a the perfect ball. pass. And nice. it was a perfect pass. It was absolute perfect pass, and it just went through Robin's hands. He dropped it. So pass. I think the Vikings were a little bit better about going for the dagger. However, they still did not let the Lions. They did not put the Lions away. Thanks to for for whatever good Kirk Cousins does, he had that horrible interception. Right. And after that, Dalvin Cook fumble when the Vikings were fifteen six. If the Lions go down and score there at seventeen thirteen. And as for as poorly as the Lions had played, they were within a touchdown of winning that game in the with still plenty of time left in the fourth quarter. 
Agreed. That 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 Robinson play, I kind of threw my head back and said, "That was it right there." We we're about to we we're about to kick their ass right out the door. Yeah, you hate and, seeing and that, you know. I think other than that fumble, I thought Dalvin Cook had a very good game. All nobody considered. saw that come. I thought he was going to come in and get like eight carries or something. I mean, yeah. like five yards. Or something. When when he busted that run, it didn't look like uh, he had any physical ailments at all, did it? No. no, but I was worried when he was chugging that long run. I go, here we go. <laughs> there goes the fucking, there goes the hammy. <laughs> Going to pull up lane with the hammy? No, he didn't, though. That was good. No, it's weird throughout the course of the game. The Vikings run this running play, this off-tackle running play, and it seems to take like three seconds for it to develop in the backfield, and it really bugs the shit out of me. I don't like that. I don't like that oh, running play Oh, it should for an off-tackle. Are they doing that to let the zone blocking kind of develop, or why do they do that play? It's almost like I think it's, it's a lot to get to let either Elfline or whoever the design guy is for that play to get to the second level and lay a block you know on what the I'm linebacker. About? Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm okay, yeah. okay. It's, 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 it seems like from the time Cousins gets the snap, he takes these long, elongated strides and then hands it to the running back. And I'm thinking, and a couple times we got stuffed on it, and it just irritates the shit out of me. Yes. But sometimes it works, I guess. So, you want to know Dalvin's stats for the day? Did yeah. he get any sacks? I don't think he he didn't have a hundred yards, did he? <laughs> he didn't. No, he didn't no. have zero any sackles. tackles or a hundred yards. He was ten carries for eighty nine yards. Long of that run was good. 70. Good. He hasn't played in two months, so I'm glad to see him back. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I, I thought combined, it, you know, um, the the first three games of the year. Well, you know we. Saw it, but because before Cook got hurt, Murray had been nursing that that ankle injury last year. It, it was really nice to see the combination of both Murray and Cook healthy this year. Yes, yes, it was. I mean, Boy, because because Murray Murray is a heck of a running back. It, it, he, he he they remind me in a lot of ways today of Leroy Horde and Robert Smith back in the day. Leroy Horde, if you need four, I'll get you four. If you need seven, I'll get you four. Um, and then Ted, and then, Ted's on fire today. Ted's on fire today. And, and then Dalvin Cook with the Robert Smith type, you know, one yard, one yard, two yards home run. I, I mean, yeah. I just, I just, if these guys are now we're going into the bye, um, they hopefully they'll they'll both come be healthy coming out of the bye. Xavier Rhodes will get another week. Who I, I thought, you know, if I may digress, I thought Rhodes had a gamer of a game, even though he was he was banged up and. And working that ankle, I thought he did okay on Marvin Jones Jr. But now that I get healthy coming out of the bye with, yeah, but with Green Bay, Chicago. And well for and, yeah, Rose. yeah, he'll he'll did okay. I mean, I, I just say, how about Houghton Hill? He's not doing bad since he's been in there. No, bad. not at all. But I just I just love I just love the the, the I don't know about thunder and lightning, but the, the the different styles that both Murray and Dalvin Cook give the Vikings running game. They're they're both they're both quality assets and running the ball. In different Absolutely. ways. Yeah, now, we'll get into this probably in a bye week, but should we extend Murray? Yes. Bring him back. Yes. I think he's earned it. I, I have. I, I would like, if, if it was me constructing the roster and, and the, the money works out, uh, I want Cook, Murray, and Mike Boone. Where's week. Boone today? Boone hurt or do you? I don't know. I, I don't know if he got an error, inactive or what, but no, I don't remember him on the field. One of the two, Boone or the other one. Rock, Rock Thomas, Thomas was hurt. Thomas was hurt. Rock Thomas was hurt. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, I don't remember Boone on the field at all. Rushing. No. The only rushing yards were credited to Cook, Murray, Thielen, and Cousins. You know, you know what, guys? We need to look at something overall. I think the take my takeaway for this game is we didn't have to win the game because of Cousins and Thielen. We won a football game where I'm sure they contributed, but it didn't have point. to be they didn't have to carry them. You know, the defense spoke, you know, we had other things we had going for us. We had some backups set treadwell had a couple catches. You know, the, the secondary Chad played Beebe. well. Chad, Chad Beebe had some had a, had a decent had, game. We Chad Beebe to... was miraculous. You know, okay. I, for the right. game of was goal, okay. which is a Gallahorn hey, thing, hey, I say... picked Robinson to take over in that third ride receiver spot, especially when Diggsy was out. But hey, it Dave. wasn't Robinson. It was Beebe. And he did outstanding. Say, say, BB is miraculous three times in a row, very fast. So. <laughs> say it. BB was miraculous. BB was miraculous. BB was miraculous. To the fact that. that he caught that, three that receptions, he actually did twenty-one yards, along of thirteen. I okay, guess. look, look, he was okay. Three, three catches for what? Twenty-one. <laughs> I mean, uh, look, we're not, yards, but look, not bad hold, 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 hold on. Somebody that he, came he, off the practice. Hold your horses! Hold your horses! He, he didn't yes. turn. Hold he your didn't. horses, Ted. Hold Jesus. your he, horses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he's so fucking drunk. It's great. He, I mean, BB <laughs> was okay. I, I, I think he had. On his three catches, he made uh, of his twenty-one yards. Two of them, two of his catches were first downs. Yeah, but as far as miraculous, no, it fellas, wasn't miraculous. Fellas, yeah. fellas, he he didn't turn water into Captain Morgan. No, he did. No, he did, <laughs> no, he did not. not. Nor did okay. he turn I'm it gonna, into no, loose my, cannon. My, my, right. my point, my point was, we didn't have to rely on three people no. to win it. No, you're absolutely win. right. Yes, that's that's a fantastic point. I mean, so many times this year. It's been up to Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs to carry this offense, and and the Vikings didn't need to do that today. They had a great defense. The offense got out to an early lead, um, and and yeah, it was. I thought hey. it was a great team win today. Hey, one one play I wrote down that I wanted to point out to you guys that was kind of a you never want to say game changer, but it was it, to me it kind of gave Detroit a gut shot. We were doing that three and out, three and out. We we're on kind of a bad offensive roll, and then like the next series. We had a penalty and it put us in third and ten or third and nine. Wait, and can I can I can I try and predict it? Yes. The 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 curve. Don't throw it. Don't throw it. Don't throw it. Great catch, Rudy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that it? Was that? Yeah. <laughs> high five, internet. High five. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Yeah, we, had that, we had that play. I was thinking that's so huge, right? Because we were about to punt it back to him again. Yep. Great play. And, it was. That was kind of – you get these moments in a game when they have a play when you go, that was, you know, that was a really good play that make the difference. Nothing to make the difference. That's not a good way to put it, but it helped win. Helped us win the game. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. Uh, meow, meow. Miraculous. Um, so when, when Dalvin Cook fumbled that pitch, a, a lot of I, – I, I kind of follow the game on Twitter. I, I don't really follow on Daily Norseman. I really don't follow on, on the, the page we're in on Facebook. Right. Um, a, a lot of people on Twitter thought that was kind of like 
um, too cute by a half because it was a pitch and not a handoff. I personally think a pitch is about as basic a play in football as you can get on offense. You can't blame it on the pitch. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I'm on the – I wasn't just thinking that wasn't a cute play. I mean, it was a pitch out. That's all it was. You, running backs handle thousands and thousands of pitch offs or pitch outs. Um, it wasn't – okay. All right. Glad we're on the so, same page. You are 100% correct. A lot of running backs would rather take the pitch. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's it's easier to handle than a handoff. Shot to Eric Dickerson. He loved the pitch out because he could just keep his eyes up. He knew, you know, he had his kind of momentum going. He, it was easier for him. Yeah, having okay. having to look having to look at the quarterback's hands coming in the hole that he bothered him. Yep. Pitch outs. I think it was just a fluke. I don't. Th I wouldn't blame it on. And it's the first thing you want to look at is why would you call a costly play like that? I don't think it's any more costly than a handoff. All right. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to ask. Hey, Ted, how is that, Captain Morgan? I Jesus, what the fuck? <laughs> were you just, look, like were you just trying the Captain Morgan pose? I don't want to trying. I probably <laughs> failed, but I was trying. Dave Stefano it, is on fire, let me tell it, you. It, it has not affected me nearly as bad as that IPA has affected you, my friend. Uh, too much lima <laughs> hey, bean hey, I've been going through quite a bit, baby. No, I gotta I gotta I gotta write my column after this. I can't I can't be too hammered. Dave's all hammered. Or up can I? You could get with Dave and get start doing some shots of Brussels sprout whiskey. <laughs> not a chance. Goes with the baby, lima, bean, lima bean ale, cauliflower Dude. ale. What the fuck? Asparagus amber ale. <laughs> yeah, baby. Well, speaking of your column, Ted, who are you writing up as the blue tips? Uh, Daniel Hunter, Tom Johnson. Absolutely. Uh, I think I've got Dalvin Cook in there. What about Beebe? Um, he was miraculous. I'd give I got him one. I got him as a solid investment. I mean, <laughs> I thought I thought BB and Treadwell did okay in in picking up for Stephon Diggs being out. Wait, 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 wait. We perfect on kicks today? Did we get one in? Yes, <laughs> yes we yeah! did. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make my sign right now. Here we go. Um, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna have any junk bonds today. No, simply for the fact the Vikings. I mean, it was a good win, and I, I don't really think there was anybody that that contributed to the Vikings. What What do we got here, Drew? I'm saving it for next one week. Perfect kicking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving it. I'm saving one it. week. Yeah, it's like not bad. Saving your grades. And like and like Bailey was funny. He was right down the middle too. Yeah, Shocker. he was Fucking good. Shocking. Shocking. So, yeah, everything, you know, not much to bitch about in this game. At first half, we were giving Stafford a little bit too much time, but we certainly turned that around, didn't we? Yeah. Yes, we did. And there was only three punts, Ted, for an average of 45 yards. Yeah, Most... Wild, and, and Wild pinned two of them inside the five, didn't he? Yeah. I can't what? beat that. Where did no. Wild go to school? I honestly don't know. Was it Michigan? Oh, God. Did he really? <laughs> yes, he did. Um. I should have remembered him as much Speaking as Speaking of which, they are doing ah! a lot better than oh, the Ohio State. We'll yeah, see we what happens. Coming up. We'll see what coming happens. Up. The 24th, Ted Glover and Drew Bunting do the square square off of the cage match. Yeah. Coming up. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I'll have a lot more. I'll have a lot better feeling. Well, I'll, 20 have, days. A, I'll have a definite feeling about Ohio State either way after they play Michigan State this week. 20 I'm days until I see Ted wearing that fucking Wolverine garb. Yeah. Never. Never. And I definitely want to narrate 
that contest. Dude, you got to soak your head in hot water. It's fucking huge. Look how big your head is. <laughs> hey, baby. God <laughs> love it. They love hey. the scalp. Shrink that dome. Um, yes, absolutely. So it we've had a raise power. 57 years we've had a team, the Vikings, and this is a in a game. That's great. <laughs> and this is what you broke this, up. This is the sack record. Most sacks today than yeah. any other any other game in team history. Franchise record, yep. That's got to be the first headliner to everybody's story. Franchise record in sacks doesn't come along often. We not record. Franchise record. Jesus. <laughs> you guys. Maybe man. I should pick well, this up and do it this way. Franchise. I, no, record. you know what? You need to drink more, dude. I think yeah. actually I'm out and I need to go for another one. You need no. to start tallying up the whiskey on top of the beer. On top of your fucking lima bean dough beer. Dave, you need to turn your beard on top of your microphone. <laughs> What's with all the hair on your shirt? Did you kill a rabbit? I really want to know. Yes, I did. Anyways, speaking of which, we're coming into the bye week. Yeah. And Good Morning Gallahorn has quite a few things lined up for the bye week. Yes. And you will like them. What's coming up, Dave? Tell us. We have man bear pig to talk about the game of skull nice copyright which is a fantastic game that you have never seen before which yeah. will you will want to play from now on we also have the many other guests no we got no next uh, next week we're all also man bear is going to be releasing the prizes for the playoff pool Oh, okay. Um, That's right. And he and we, we he call, showed me some, and I want them. They are but fucking I'm not awesome. even close. They are so awesome. But you got to listen to the show. He's not going to reveal them in the group. He's going to tell it only on the show. So, which is cool. It's going to be a great show. I can't wait to for have him on. He's a really good guy. He has a lot of good Viking takes. He has a lot of good opinions, and of course, he runs the fantasy football league and the game of skull. It's going to be great to hear from him. That's right. Looking forward to it. But. We also have in the bye week, which we're going into, by the way, if you didn't know, we have Sackle Page. <laughs> Sackle Page. We have <laughs> the machine. <laughs> Sackle Page. We have the machine, Tony Bell, with an interview. And we also oh, we have. Tony Bell's going to be on the show? That's no right. And yes. we also have the one and only Realistic Randy. I've never met him, but I'm looking forward to talking to him. Absolutely. He goes off, tells it like it is, and that is fantastic. I can't wait to talk to Tony Bell. I've been wanting to talk to that guy for over a year. He's well, a Tony the Machine happens to be the Vikings historian, oh my extraordinaire, God. better than anybody I know. You name a date, you name a time, and he can tell you what the Vikings were doing back then. Oh, all the way. All the way. If, we, if they had a national competition like a Jeopardy, it's no problem. Everybody could. We nominated Tony Bell. He would win that thing, hands down. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. That's good for upcoming shows. It'd, it'd be fun. It's going to be fun. Well, we hope to bombard you. Boom, boom, boom. B-52s flying over Hanoi. Jesus. Right? 
with outstanding videos in the next couple of weeks while we wait until our next game, which is against Chicago in Soldier Field. Yeah, after the after the, the UFO stadium, Ted, we're, we're uh, three, three out of four after the buyer on the road, Ted. That yeah. that's going to be that's that's part of your you had mentioned last show the five game crucial stretch we won our open, yeah. we won the first one today but those three out of the next four are on the road so yeah they are at Chicago at New England and at Seattle with a oh. home game against Green Bay on and I believe the Green Bay game is a Sunday night game yeah we're doing a live show we're doing a live a live show from the Stumptown Brewery here me and Manbear so oh wow that's that'll be, be fun a, yeah we're getting all set up for it the uh, we're in the newsletter for the brewery oh and, cool. Uh, I know if, if they watch the show, they're going to want Dave there because they could probably make $3,000 on booze. From <laughs> Damn straight, baby. But yeah, that Sunday night game against the team from Wisconsin, that will be a live Good Morning Gallahorn telecast from there. Nice. Um, live. Never, and yeah, we will live. premiere it on Facebook, no less. And I've never done a live show from there. I mean, I've done live shows, but nothing from you know sports standpoint. But we'll, we'll get through it and it'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. So we got It'll that coming up great. too. We got that coming up. We got special guests coming up. This show's actually moving forward somewhere. Absolutely. Woo! That's good. Now, with that all said, let's wrap this puppy up as we rejoice in the Vikings' victory. What uh, do you have to say there, Drew? I say meow, meow, Viking cow. And I say Everson Griffin is Sackle Daddy. <laughs> Absolutely. Ted, what do you got? Uh, real quick, we haven't really mentioned it. Um, great win. I don't mean to be the buzzkill, but uh, Vikings legend Bill Brown passed away today. Oh, um, that's terrible. Vikings, uh, my, my, my dad, God rest his soul, uh, Bill Brown was his favorite player. Before my dad got really sick with his dementia and all that stuff, he would – we would sit and talk, and he would tell me, you know, how much he used to like Bill Brown. So, if you're gonna pour one out tonight, pour one out for Bill Brown. Um, great win, great win. Skull Vikes, glad they won uh, on this sad day, along with Jack Patera, former defensive line coach for the Vikings during the Purple yeah. People Eater era. So, Boom. great, yeah. great win. Um, looking forward to the future, but remembering our past. Skull Thank Vikes. you, Ted Glover, Absolutely. for bringing those up. That's a great way to end the show. Much kudos and skull to those gentlemen. So Absolutely. And Skull Vikings wins. Vikings win. Yeah. Hey, wait. Last, last thing before we go. Are Sackles anything like Kankles? <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Hey, buddy. Yeah! 24-9! Sackles walk! Later, I'm Neelai Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old. 
like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.